gold corporation. You're based in the Yukon, that yeah. prolific gold mining mecca, and it's extraordinary. Let's let's start by first of all, I'll get you to give us your symbol, what what uh, exchange you're on, but then let's let's dig into yeah. what makes the Yukon such an extraordinary place to be mining gold. So white gold is uh, the symbol is WGO, and uh, and <clears throat> the idea is that we're based out of Dawson City, Yukon. Yeah. That's where the hub is. Yeah. So. Yeah, like, like, you live there. This is your life. Uh, well, that's what yeah. happened. Like, I've been there for 26, 27 years in Dawson. Yep. Based out of there, and the idea was, uh, it was going to take a while to understand where the fable old. They're still mining plaster there today. Yep. But they've been, you know, that was where the historical gold rush took place, and we actually had somewhere in the neighborhood of 13 to 20 million ounces of plaster with no known source ever seen. So I kind of look at it like Sasquatch hunting. <laughs> like you see all these tracks, all this plaster right. gold, but no visual of the beast that produced it. So that's how we started undertaking that about 22 years ago. 20, you've been in this for a while then. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not a, it was gonna take time to yeah. understand it. And it's like one step at a time. How did it start to unfold? Like it all, Give me the Reader's yeah. Digest version, because so 22 years how, is a fair bit of history. So how that all began was, because it, I, I work and I'm a researcher, and it's kind of like statistics. In the Dawson District, there's only 2 to 3% outcrop exposure, because mm -hmm. it's non-glaciated. So if you're going to go out with a rock and pick, like the old days, and the probability that that gold is in the 2% of rock exposure, now you're actually statistically seeing, understanding the, the stats now. But it's a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. So if there's not a lot of rock, there's a lot of soil. Though. So I actually had to change it and do some scientific study on it. And we ended up doing is going down deeper. Because mm -hmm. when you go to university, they teach you to take a B-horizon soil sample in university. That's the top six inches. Mm -hmm. That works in glaciated country. But when you got to the Dawson district, where it's non-glaciated, you actually had to go down two and a half feet to get a response. Ah. So all the previous guys before me were all taking B horizons. And so ah. what we ended up doing was changing the game way back earlier on saying that quality is better than quantity mm -hmm. and understand. And then, so we kind of came up with this, like, you know, you had to go down two and a half feet. We used soil augers and you actually had to use um, soil grids mm -hmm. and not 200 soils, but a thousand soils, 3000 soils. 5,000. So the history that I ended up doing, most of the, my career now, is we probably have over 600,000 soils that my team has gathered on my projects. And we're mapping the thing out. And in a Dawson district, that with white gold, mm -hmm. in that from Dawson to the coffee project, <laughs> that was mine at one point, yep. that we basically have over 450,000 soils. So then I could confidently tell you, statistically, where to look for gold. And, right. And so, and what kind of gold deposit? Because not all gold deposits are alike. Like it's a different animal. Is it epithermal, mother load, mesothermal, or is it base metals? So we could figure that out with the geochemistry. So like the big, so what happened was, how it helped me as a prospector was, back in 2001, the GPSs basically came off so that we yep. get five meter accuracy. The GIS computer systems that I could buy on an old laptop to allow me to plot 10,000 soil points in a matter of minutes mm -hmm. versus 300 points a day for three elements by mm -hmm. hand 
just a couple of years before that. And then the ICPMS assay technique came out that gave you 36 elements for cheaper costs than getting five elements two or three years before. So that all hit the window at the same time. Right. So now that's done under this company called Ground Truth that Isaac and my wife run, Kathy, they run that company side as a contracting side. But the point was is it had to be quality data mm -hmm. because the latte on the coffee was a one soil hit on 50 meters. If you were walking down the ridge, you would only got one hit. That's how small these things are. Yeah, so you had to pay attention to the detail. And you know, the, the white deposit was a three station hit. Like it was, so they're very subtle, these things. Huh. Okay. Yep. Explain to me exactly where you're at with your projects now. What, so are, now what, what do you happened, have and, and so, what do they look like? So now what we did with White Gold was, after the big 2011 rush, we had up to 12 different companies that I had option claim blocks in the yep. White Gold district. <clears throat> Underworld was getting bought out by, by Kinross, Kamenak, that my coffee project was starting to find more ore. So everybody hit, the, hit it hard. And we, uh, but by 2012, it started coming back. Like everybody, the, the market crashed. I got all my projects back. So what I did is I said, okay, we did a good job at finding things with ground truth, mm. but we could do it better. So what we ended up doing was going back to the drawing board and re kind of jigging the way we explore. Mm -hmm. And we came up with this drones to drills technology with ground truth exploration. Yeah. And then what we ended up doing was taking that and then I shopped that idea of how to explore now with basically 17 projects, so 40% of the white gold district, <laughs> and then we shopped it around to people like Agnico with a business plan. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we started that about two and a half years ago, and they financed us for 20% three years ago or two and a half years ago, and we got for 19.9% of the company. And it's a, the cool part about white gold, it's designed as <laughs> It's not to blow your money in one spot. I kind of created a business plan where we're going to spend roughly 500 grand per project yep. on a phase one. And so it's kind of the analogy is kiss all the frogs, figure out how many princesses we have yep. instead of stopping on the first one. So the idea is, so we're in year three of that. We're yep. going to, on this third year budget. But while we were doing that program the last two years, last year we approached Kinross to buy my original white deposit back. And then so to buy it back, yeah, yeah. from Kinross, because yeah. so what they did is they sold us the the the, the deposit plus this JP Ross project mm -hmm. that I'll talk to you in a minute about for another 19.9 percent of the company. So now we have Ignico and Kinross as mm -hmm. our partners. And then last year when we we're doing this big regional on my old JP Ross property, we got back from Kinross. We found it's these high grade vertical structures that are from three meters to seven meters wide mm -hmm. of two ounce material. And what's got me all jacked up about that was out of this 13 to 20 million ounces of placer gold, we've never seen the beast that produced it. This is the first visual evidence of the style that this could be from. Because we're in the hills above mm -hmm. the placer creeks yep. and it's a unique area called Henderson Creek. So it's a very, They've been mining plastic gold there for 100 years. Mm -hmm. And now we think, well, I know we have the sources of it. And that's what's fun about it. So now what we found is a whole bunch of different veins, like about seven or eight structures that are going to add up to a lot of ounces real quick. And that's what that's going to be the new one this summer. Because what I, my analogy is like owning 40% of the Timmins camp. That's where I'm originally from. So imagine owning that today. Would you let any ground drop? 
you wouldn't. So that's what we own here is 40% of the camp, but they're mineralized haystacks uh -huh. based on this soils and this big crazy, because now I could prove it. That's the, that's the haystack. Now I got to find the needle in it. Well I, well, I think that your long-term commitment to this project speaks to the validity of it because you've never turned your back on it. No, well, uh, I'll tell you a little funny story. It's, I got this from my days of mushroom picking because you could control the mushroom patch if you stayed on that patch and went there every day. And every day someone else would walk away, but if you're there at 7 o'clock in the morning doing your due diligence and going there, you eventually control the mushroom patch. So that's what I did with the Dawson <laughs> district. I eventually controlled the patch. <laughs> <laughs> and you're feeling awfully, awfully enthusiastic about the future. Well, well you know what, it's always fun because these things are like pulling rabbits out of the hat, like they just pop out. But you gotta be, believe that the beasts exist. And that's half the, the... Well, you do, because if, if you don't, it, it would be too easy to walk away from Well, this is what happened to everybody else. So yeah. that's why, like, that, so you know the analogy, there's a lot of different people at these conventions. But I'm a real prospector. So a prospector yeah. has, there's about 20% of the population that have prospector skills, but that's in this inherent belief that something exists. Yeah. You can't quite put your hand on it, but it gives you this confidence to basically keep moving forward. And walk the ground. Well, and it's yeah. still fun to walk the ground. That's yeah. what's fun about this game. Like, when I go out in the bush, you're like making history because like it's so close to what you're touching here. And that's the cool part is, like now this new vertigo discovery, there's plaster gold all around us. Wow. If this was in the Timmins camp, they would have found this 50 years ago. Yeah. But welcome to the Yukon. Like you could still find these virgin type deposits. Sounds like an exciting future. No, no, Thanks for, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a no. very interesting and, and uh, enriching story. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Well, it's got a lot of romance with it and all this other stuff. So yeah. It's fun. It's great. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs>